You're listening to Black Helicopter News. The Black Helicopter crowd knows you. The tyranny is always lurking just around the corner. It's They've been crazy, but now they're right. Black Helicopter News starts now. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is episode 16 of Black Helicopter News. I'm your host, Andrew Robinson, and we got a lot of information to go through. Here's what's coming up on today's show. The time travel and teleportation experiments of Project Pegasus. Also, the strangest conspiracy involving NASA, Project Lucifer. And finally, scientists firmly believe life existed on Mars and was wiped out by a catastrophic event. Whit Stevenson joins me in that segment to discuss that topic. All that and more, but first, some quick announcements. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Check us out online, ArmageddonRecords.com. Like us on Facebook, slash Black Helicopter News. Also, if you'd like to advertise or be a guest on the show, email me at zen1music at gmail.com. All right, now on with the news. The time travel and teleportation experiments of Project Pegasus. This is on StrangerDimensions.com. In 2004, Washington-based attorney Andrew D. Basaggio began telling a story of a top-secret organization called Project Pegasus. Although he was only seven years old at the time, Basaggio claims he had, from 1968 to 1972, participated in a number of bizarre experiments that took him on journeys through time, space, and potentially into parallel universes. Project Pegasus was the U.S. defense technical community achieve time travel. The mission of Project Pegasus was to study the effects of time travel and teleportation on children, as well as to relay important information about past and future events to the U.S. president, intelligence community, and military. According to Basaggio, children were recruited specifically for their ability to adapt to the strains of moving between past, present, and future. But how? While Basaggio claims there were several time travel devices at work during these experiences, Experiments. The majority of his temporal adventures can be attributed to our old friend Nikola Tesla. Documents allegedly retrieved from Tesla's New York City apartment after his death in January of 1943 revealed the schematic for a teleportation machine. Using radiant energy, the machine would form a shimmering curtain between two elliptical booms. Radiant energy is a form of energy that Tesla discovered that is latent and pervasive in the universe and has among its properties the capacity to bend time and space. Passing through this curtain of energy, Basaggio would enter a vortal tunnel that would send him to his destination. The other teleportation devices included a plasma confinement chamber in New Jersey and a jump room in El Segundo, California. There was also some kind of holographic technology which allowed them to travel both physically and virtually. They weren't always safe though. One of Basaggio's cohorts, Alfred Weber, recalls one instance in which a child returned from his temporal voyage before his legs. He was writhing in pain with just stumps where his legs had been. These bugs, according to Weber, had been ironed out in the 40 or so years since they, the experiments began. So where did Basaggio travel during these experiments? Several of his voyages led him into the 1800s. On one occasion, he found himself at Gettysburg the day Abraham Lincoln gave his famous Gettysburg Address. He had been dressed up as a Union bugle boy. He also traveled to the Ford Theater on the evening 
evening, Lincoln was assassinated multiple times, even running into himself twice, though he never actually witnessed the assassination. Each trip, he says, was slightly different than the last, leading Bassagio to believe that it wasn't just time travel at work. He was being sent into slightly different alternative realities on adjacent timelines. Finally, let's not forget Bassagio's trips to Mars. In the 1980s, he utilized the jump room to teleport to the Red Planet, acting as an ambassador to the Martian civilization. We talked about him in an earlier episode. His fellow travelers, William Stillings and Barry Sotero, who these days goes by the name President Barack Obama. Today, the new Project Pegasus, led by Andrew D. Bassagio himself, is apparently campaigning for the United States government to publicly disclose its teleportation technology, which would benefit humanity as a whole and make transportation both on Earth and throughout the cosmos instantaneous and environmentally friendly. Grammy Award winner and platinum recording artist, President Zen One. His debut studio album, Philosopher's Stone. Including the smash single, New World Order. President Zen One, Philosopher's Stone, the digital album. Available on iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Play, and CDBaby.com. Get your copy today. Andrew Robinson here. At Armageddon Record Shop, we've partnered with eBay to expand our operation. My goal is to find the best deals on the highest quality products and give them to you at the lowest prices possible. The New World Order wants us dependent. We need to be self-sufficient. Visit us at ebay.com slash USR slash Armageddon Record Shop. Books, video games, clothing, and much more. New items every month. Armageddon Record Shop on eBay. And we're back. So next up is an article on LockLet.com, The Strangest Conspiracy Involving NASA, Project Lucifer. If you're a fan of science fiction, you already know about Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey. In the second installment, the alien monolith that was orbiting Jupiter replicates itself and begins condensing the gas giant, eventually transforming it into a smaller sun. This process turns the former planet's moons into habitable worlds, suitable for life. The people of Earth name the second sun in the sky, Lucifer. The term Lucifer comes from Latin and means light-bringing, fitting name for the solar system's new star. Most of us regard this concept as nothing more than science fiction and impossible to achieve with our level of technology. But a number number of conspiracy theorists not only believe it's possible, but actually claim that this is one of NASA's ongoing projects. Here's why. Jupiter has been called a failed star, in the sense that if it had more mass, it could have started nuclear fusion and effectively become a star. Astrophysicists calculated it would have needed to be 75 times more massive in order to do so. Conspiracists believe this mass deficit could be corrected with the addition of nuclear fuel that could jumpstart the process of nuclear fusion. Enter NASA's space probe, Galileo, Cassini, Voyager, and the rest. In order for these space probes to work, they need a reliable fuel source as solar energy becomes difficult to catch once you get past the orbit of Mars. Therefore, NASA equipped its probes with an energy source called an RTG, short for Radioisotope Thermoelectric Generator. The radioactive decay of the plutonium-238 pallets contained in an RTG steadily produces electricity that powers the probe. For example, the Galileo space 
space probe contained two RTGs, each carrying 17 pounds of plutonium-238. What would happen if this payload were detonated inside Jupiter? Well, nothing, or at least nothing observable. In 2003, Galileo was deliberately crashed into Jupiter's atmosphere. NASA followed this approach because they feared crashing it into one of Jupiter's solid moons carried the risk of contamination with terrestrial bacteria. Conspiracists saw this venture as an expression of Project Lucifer. They feared that as Galileo fell through Jupiter's dense atmosphere, the pressure would have steadily increased, causing the plutonium in the RTGs to trigger a thermonuclear reaction, birthing the new sun. It's been almost 12 years now since Galileo was buried in the heart of the gaseous planet, and nothing's happened. There's no second sun in our sky, so we're in the clear, right? Not exactly. There's another gas giant in our solar system, Saturn, and it's not much smaller than Jupiter. And there's another probe orbiting Saturn, the Cassini space probe, and it's equipped with 73 pounds of plutonium-238, and it's still orbiting Saturn until commanded otherwise by NASA. So are we in danger? Even if every atom of plutonium aboard the space probe would participate in a nuclear detonation, it wouldn't be enough to start a chain reaction. It would be like a drop of water in a swimming pool. Harmless. Our technology would need to steadily advance for hundreds of years before we could reach the capability of star formation. And even if such technology was available today, why would we need a second sun? Our own functions perfectly, even with massive UFOs stealing its energy once in a while. If one of the gas giants were to suddenly become a star, it would most likely disrupt the delicate balance of our solar system. Its gravitational pull would tug on the asteroids between Mars and Jupiter, undoubtedly sending some of them our way. So why did this conspiracy theory gain traction? It must be our fascination with doomsday scenarios. We'll be right back. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our government was responsible for the deaths of almost 100,000 people. Party members have been murdered, Chief Inspector. We're interrupting your regularly scheduled program to bring you this terrifying report. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancakes. Jane, what more can you tell us about the Salomon Brothers building and its collapse? New York very much a city still in chaos. The phones are not working properly. The subway lines are not working properly. The sky now black with smoke in front of us. Just across the Tigris River here. This is shock and awe, Tom, for the population of Baghdad. Shock and awe, indeed. The people you liberate will witness the honorable and decent spirit of the American military. Either you are with us, or you are with the terrorists. Come on. It is a big idea, a new world order. I love my dad. I'd kill for him. I'd go to prison for him because I love him so much. I love Bill Clinton. What does that make Hillary Clinton to the Bush family? <laughs> my sister-in-law. When you are subverting the power of government, that, that's a fundamentally dangerous thing to democracy. What do you think of Edward Snowden? 
I think he's a traitor. Obama is the one that kills the U.S. troops if the Russians bomb any of them. Obama is the one that put them in harm's way. Obama is the one using them as human shields. It is the most corrupt, degenerate, criminal government in American history. I'm here to warn people. You keep telling me to shut up. This isn't a game. people that have taken your asses out in this building right now we're armed to the teeth and we're not scared you got that you sons of bitches in 2012 your agency was saying quote the salafists the muslim brotherhood and al-qaeda in iraq are the major forces driving the insurgents in syria mm -hmm. in 2012 the u.s was helping coordinate arms transfers to those same groups why did you not stop that why didn't you come forward before what were you waiting for well for you inspector i needed you I had this feeling that everything was connected. We're all part of it. Are we ready for it? And we're back. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Black Helicopter News. I'm Andrew Robinson. Now next on the agenda. Scientists firmly believe there was life on Mars, but a catastrophic event wiped it out. It seems that scientists now agree that there was life on the red planet in a distant past, but something big happened in a distant past that turned Mars into a desolate place. Several researchers, among them, Dr. Brandenburg believes that Mars had life in a distant past and that it had more than enough time to develop into intelligent organisms. According to him, there is enough evidence to prove that at least two major nuclear blasts went off on the surface of the red planet in a distant past. The theory proposed by Dr. Brandenburg is based on the traces of uranium and thorium that have been registered on the surface of Mars. This Martian civilization was wiped out by another hostile alien race from elsewhere in the universe. Dr. Brandenburg warns that our civilization could face the same fate. Dr. Brandenburg has a PhD in theoretical plasma physics from the University of California and he is currently working as a plasma physicist at Orbital Technologies in Madison, Wisconsin. According to Dr. Brandenburg, ancient Martians known as Sidonians and Utopians were massacred in a giant nuclear attack and evidence of the genocide can still be seen today. Very interesting. What, what else could be responsible for the uranium and thorium? Very intriguing theory. Or Mars. It's a long time ago. Yeah. Pretty clear. I'd like to climb that five-sided pyramid and go to Sidonia. The face on Mars. You know about the pyramid that's five-sided? No, that's intriguing. It's in the same region, Sidonia. There's a five-sided five pyramid that by all measures would dwarf any structure on the planet as far as its height. It would be so much higher than anything. And that would be indicative of them being the predecessor of humanity. Yeah. We came from Mars. They colonized here. More than likely. More that than likely. is mind-blowing. Yeah. Just consider that we had roots on Mars. Yeah. There's pyramids there and here. There's pyramids here that haven't... There's probably on the order of at least a few hundred pyramids on this planet that people don't even know about yet. If you look in parts of South America, jungle, there are very clearly structures that do not look natural. They're covered in many layers of earth and vegetation, trees, and so forth, which I assume is natural to occur over a great length of time. There's also the pyramid in Bosnia, which is being worked on by a group of people to, uh, I mean, they've already gotten inside it. There's channels, uh, there's, it's very clearly a pyramid. It's an artificial structure. And, um, and why is it there? Why is it in Bosnia? 
I've seen some videos that show Google Maps images of what look like pyramids in Antarctica. I think that the level of discovery is about to ramp up, let's hope, along with some disclosure. When we do get there, and it can't last this way for much longer, it's going to be a very exciting time to be alive, to see our ancient past uncovered, and to see people waking up and beginning to rub their brain cells together and cotton on to this idea that we are ancient, ancient beings and that we have an infinite power within us. The problem is that we give our power away. We're raised from birth to give our power away. So we have to re-educate ourselves, all of humanity, on a really fundamental level about who we really are and what we really can achieve. And that, to me, fits right in with ideas of the matrix and the quantum field and the idea that your thoughts that repeat are actually shaping your reality. And I don't mince words saying that. It's... So the good news there is if we can just figure out how to repeat positive thoughts, we can really have a positive future that we all want. I mean, isn't that the point of all this is to, you know, I don't think you or I wants to, to wake up for the sake of like being aware of all the scary shit to be scared. We want to be awake, aware of the scary shit so that we can do something about it, yeah. so that we can change it, take our power back. Check us out online at armageddonrecords.com.